make your own dumb noise. <laughs> make make you make the make your own dumb noise. It is season eight, episode five of the Whales Are Whales podcast. Cast. Cast. Oh, sorry, I was off my game there. Yeah, I was. I was a little. <laughs> I was out there. distracted because I was thinking about how we do the three, two, one clap every time we start the episode, mm. and it would be really time-consuming, but yeah. possibly worthwhile to go back through every episode, um, yeah. like the original files, and just uh. get the claps and put them all together and see if it sounds like us applauding something. I feel like let's just copy and paste like one clap. No, that. that would sound artificial. Yeah. I want it to be very real. <laughs> oh, this certainly wouldn't sound artificial. <laughs> that sounds like the. Wor- that sounds like yeah. so much work. <laughs> sure so much work. So it if you're volunteering, Stephen, um, by all means, go for it. Mm-hmm. With yeah, all this free time uh, I have, maybe I'll pick up a new hobby. So, 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 so yes, that was that was very smooth, Cameron, to introduce Stephen by saying his name. Hello, uh, that Stephen. That was oh, intentional. Good point, Brian. <laughs> And uh, I already introduced Cameron by thanking Cameron for doing that. So I, I have a weird story to, to tell. I'm sorry. All I right. wanted to say that right now because I w- I'm going to forget. We can either do that now or well, later. <laughs> it's funny because I was going to say we have a topic today. But before that, I was going to let everyone jump in with anything that was pressing I on the lines. I read your mind, Ryan. And I so, read your mind. Cameron, you really, you really took to that. I have a that, funny so. story. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Stephen first. Cameron said he's bluffing. First. No, no, no. Stephen's okay. first because he's bluffing. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I really do. Now you're oh. gonna regret it, and and All you're right. gonna eat your words. So okay. <laughs> I saw my neighbor uh, on her driveway, and she was just staring mm. at her garage door for a long time, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> That and is kind of weird. That's the story. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that what was Steven. happening? That's not the story. So I was thought about going out there, but then some other neighbors came by, and they were all staring so hard at her, like, driveway. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. all, like, mm-hmm. acting all jittery. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong? There's a bomb. Finally, I got curious enough, and I went out my own uh, garage door. And you started staring at it and hoped they would all come over to you? <laughs> well, the other neighbors were gone at this point. It was just our one neighbor. And um, I kind of waved awkwardly as you do to your neighbor that you only talk to once a year. And mm-hmm. um, she was like, hey, um, there's a Is snake on my... No, across the street. Okay. There's gotcha. a snake on my driveway, she said. I'm oh, like, cool. Oh, a snake. So I, I came over and um, I was very interested, but this was a person who didn't like snakes and was in ah. fact seemed deadly afraid of them. So she didn't know what to do because she didn't want the snake to be on her property and like crawl into her uh, garage or anything like that. If this ends with us having a pet snake, um, <laughs> I need to talk to you about <laughs> I named him Robert, and I'm feeding him grapes. Is that okay? <laughs> Wait, you don't, don't feed. I don't think you should feed snakes grapes. <laughs> Robert, no! <laughs> cop, it's cop him out, Robert. Spit him out. Um, it's just a little snake, and I, I took a picture on my phone. And it seems to be a um, shoot. What was it? It was like a Texas, Texas brown snake or something like that. I would okay. love to see a picture of Robert, please. Yeah, I can I can do that. I'm gonna look it up while I tell the rest Send of the story. Send it on Discord, please. Mm-hmm. So, um, I said, okay, it looks like this is a non-venomous snake, but I can still like, you know, shoot it out of your yard. And she's like, that's yeah. good. And I'm like, you just want me to take the snake like into the woods behind my house? And she's like, yes, please do that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'd have to figure out how to do this because I'm not just gonna pick Robert up because no one would like that. I uh, would like that. Here is a picture of Robert. <gasps> Robert's so cool. And and he was doing a little thing with his tongue. 
Um, wow. White now. Smelling around and navigating the world. Robert was really great. So I thought, okay, do you have like a cardboard box or something? So my, my neighbor uh, just got the perfect little box and I, I propped that up to the end of the driveway and I shoot him in with a, with a broom and it was perfect. And so I was walking him across the street to dump him in, in the backyard. And I realized the punchline of this whole story is I was transporting snake in a cardboard box. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> it's the most Metal Gear Solid thing that's oh, ever happened to me. That's uh, amazing. That is a funny story, Stephen. Thank you for sharing with the class. You're I was welcome. hoping it was going to jump out and nibble at you because they like to do that when they're scared and nibble at you a little bit. I... I definitely thought of that as a possibility, uh, but but Robert like very quickly hid himself under one of the flaps and just was gone. Just yeah, like okay. wanted none of it. So I was pretty So safe. Cameron, I'm getting the impression that although you have a deadly fear of uh spiders, you do not have a deadly fear of snakes. Oh, snakes are amazing. They're so cute <laughs> and they're so cool. We've had this discussion before. Yeah, I think on I the think podcast we have, episode, actually, the finding, where to find yeah, them. finding critters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> pets and how to find them um yeah no i i think snakes are the cutest little things and i thank you steven for saving this little snake because it sounds like that woman was going to smush its head or something i don't think she would have but i did overhear one of the other other neighbors saying and when they get home they'll kill it and i'm like yeah yeah. no i must save robert he's done nothing wrong i'm very proud of you he's a good he's a good boy and i hope he lives a long healthy life (laughs) I'm i'm sure he will I hope so. Um, you're gonna have to top that, Cameron. Do okay. you have a better story than Robert the Snake in a Cardboard Box? Mine is a little surreal, and I'm trying to debate on whether or not I should tell the beginning of the story because the beginning is not super interesting. Mm. So I'm not gonna yeah, tell. That'd it. be good because it builds up to. Okay. Well, you do, I mean, it doesn't you really. Do you. It doesn't really build up to anything. It just kind of the thing okay. that happened before the thing that happened. Um, yeah, let's it's like a bad it. prequel. This is the Phantom Menace of <laughs> stories. A lot, like of, a lot of things happened in Phantom Menace. <laughs> it was all just boring things. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm I I come home from a, the beach yesterday, um, mm. and I uh, come into my house, yep. and the, the 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 first thing happens that is not exciting, and so I'm already kind of hustling and bustling, and my yeah. brain is kind of working and going. I can't really relax yet because yeah. I I just have to deal with something. Uh, it's yeah. like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, uh, yeah. and so finally I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I had dinner. I'm gonna go and brush my teeth, and I'm gonna sit down and watch something for the rest of the evening, right? Sure. Um, I go in the bathroom. And I get an overwhelming sense of fried food, like, huh. d- like deep fried mm. food, this, a smell. Huh. Were you um, having a seizure? <laughs> that was my third thought. Um, okay. So my first thought was, I don't under, well, first, my first thought was is it anywhere else in the house. And so I left the bathroom and immediately the smell was gone. I was like, okay, uh, how is it isolated to the bathroom? This is weird. Um, and, and it wasn't like, you know, burning wires that kind yeah. of smelled like food. It smelled like somebody was deep frying pizza sticks in my bathroom. <laughs> like it, it was so specifically uh, food being uh, deep fried. And you did rule out that possibility, correct? I did. There was okay. no deep fryer in the bathroom. Um, okay. And so I was like, okay, let me wander around outside. Maybe it's wafting mm. in from a restaurant nearby. And I walked outside, I did a loop around the house, and it didn't smell anything. I was like... Yeah. Okay. So I went back in and I was like, maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe I'm literally crazy. Maybe I'm having a stroke. And so uh-huh. I stood outside the bathroom and I just went, 
And I was like, I don't smell anything. But the second I walk into this bathroom, it hits me like a tidal <laughs> wave of greasy deep fry smell. Something is happening. And what the heck? So then I thought, okay, it must be coming from it has logically this has to be coming from somewhere because mm -hmm. my brain doesn't handle things that aren't logical and so uh -huh. i was like logically it has to be coming from somewhere and interesting yeah. point is my bathroom doesn't have a fan that goes to the outside yeah. um so there's there's no like there's no way you could waft yeah. in from a fan box or whatever if, if the yeah. fan is i don't know because the other the other day i was smelling barbecue strongly from the bathroom at my parents house but my dad was barbecuing outside <laughs> right and it was coming <laughs> in there yeah but you, that's not an option and you have ruled out ghosts i assume well the, i didn't the... actually get to the ruling out ghosts okay. because i don't gotcha. know how you rule out ghosts honestly but um <laughs> And so what I started to do was just wander around my bathroom, sniffing everything I could find. Oh. I would I would open the, the I do that all the time. I would open the mirror cab, the the, the medicine cabinet, and go <laughs> on just everything in the not in there. I would I open the, I open the the shower. Oh. I I smelled the drain because maybe it was coming up out of the drain and it wasn't. This is a yep. I, I smelled yep. the water. And it wasn't the water was contaminated or something. And I was like, where is this coming from? I'm so confused. <laughs> So, would anyone like to take a guess on where I finally found the source of the smell from? Ooh. Your trash can. Okay. That, in the bathroom? It, it was it. The source was the bathroom. Yep. Yeah, the trash can Because you made a very big point that it was not just burning. Because I was thinking, like, maybe I hair blow dryer that's, that's burning yeah, out no, or it, something. If, but, if, yeah. If, if it was a burning thing, they were burning... Peanut Pizza oil. Sticks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where in your bathroom that the smell was coming from? This is a great like riddle. We need to like have people. Well, that's write what in I was. That's at ten o'clock last yeah. night when I was freaking out. I was like, "This my brain doesn't handle this well, and I need to know why yeah. my bathroom smells like deep fried food." <laughs> <laughs> so Steven says the trash can. I'm uh, going to say that it's coming from the hamper where you put some clothes that had deep fried food. Yeah, I, I don't have that. Um, okay. So. I am at this point literally just smelling every every square inch of the bathroom. And so mm -hmm. finally, I stand up on the counter mm. and I unscrew the light bulbs in the fixture at the top oh. of, the, of the of the bathroom. And yeah. I look inside and there's no it's again, it's not a fan. So there's no exit that I can yeah. see. But I put yeah. my hand up there. And I feel a very teeny tiny slight breeze coming from the crawl space attic of the house oh. that was wafting over from the neighbor's house. And wow. it smelled super <sighs> strongly like freaking fr fried food. So wow. they were, whatever they were deep frying was so yeah. pungent and strong. It was coming up into the attic crawl space of both, because our houses are a double house thing, coming up into the attic and swafting over. And it was, it was, it was filtering down through a little teeny tiny little crack where this, um, where this light bulb fixture was and draining into my bathroom. It was ridiculous. Riddler, you've wow. gone too far this time. <laughs> That's a pretty funny Your most devious prank yet. All right. Well, that wow. is a perfect I don't think I would have segue. ever solved that. I would have just given up and gone I to couldn't bed. give yeah. up. I, I was so yeah. like, I was so, I, yeah. I don't know why. It activated my brain in a way that wasn't good. Yep. I was just like, I must find <laughs> yep. out why this is happening. It is kind of unnerving. I mean, I kind yeah. of wish I was talking to the Cameron who had not figured it out yet. And just like, you've been asleep for writing just... notes on the mirror. Like, I, <laughs> I, I mean, it was just so yeah. frustrating. And once I figured yeah. it out and I smelled that smell coming directly out of that light fixture, I was like, yeah. 
okay, now I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> because the worst yeah. thing is, what if you'd gotten up the next morning and was gone and you just never knew? Yeah. It's like, I know, yeah, you're oh, right. the mystery. Yeah. yeah. I would have been I, very am I, am I on the burial ground of ancient fried foods? Like, what is... <laughs> this was an old restaurant back in the 1880s yeah. <laughs> I, or whatever. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, Stephen, you provided a very nice segue into what our main topic of today is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Superman. Is... You ever, ever watch okay. Superman, right? <laughs> uh oh. Um, all right. So the other night, Cameron and I were chatting, and I forget how we got on this topic, but Cameron started up, talking about how the recent The Batman movie was very good, and he thinks the best Batman thing since Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'd seen that around. I saw it's on HBO Max now, and I didn't know whether to watch it, but since Cameron recommended it, I did watch it. And after watching it, I'm like, hey, Steven, Cameron and I are going to talk about this. If you want to watch it as well, then we can all chat about it on the podcast. So that is our little boring preamble here. And I am assuming you watched it, Steven. Uh, Oh, yes, I will say caveat. I only watched some of it, but I watched enough of it to, you know, have a conversation. So (laughs) since it's very long, I told Steven, hey, watch the first hour. And if you don't like it, then don't watch the rest of it. He okay. didn't watch the rest of it, which can give you an inclination, <laughs> a slight uh, The first clue preview. of the night, Batman. Well, <laughs> I have to ask preview, then, yeah. what do you guys, what do you think, okay, do you like Batman in the first place? And also, what, what were your feelings on the Christopher Nolan Batman? Let's, that's a really good idea. Let's all set the stage of our Batman history yes. here so that we kind of know what we're going in with. And I will start. Um, growing up, I did not really watch any Batman stuff. Of course, I knew about him through like action figures and stuff, but never did comics i really mm-hmm. have still read almost no comics yeah. of anything uh and was never really into the movies uh later i watched like the michael keaton one and it was fine uh watched like the 60s one and it was dumb oh why'd you um, do that but funny i don't know it's just goofy <laughs> um and that the, my introduction of really loving batman was the animated series in the, from the 90s right uh, the i watched one on that kids wb Yep, we got the full DVD set of those and watched them all, and they were fantastic. Like, I love everything about those shows. Mm. Um, so that was kind of my, that was my gold standard Batman, which was very similar to, like, Arkham Asylum video game series, mm. which I also enjoyed. I think same voice actor. Um, so that oh, was really? kind of yeah, like... yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that was, like, canonical mm-hmm. Batman to me. I did watch The Dark Knight once when it came out, like... 12 years ago or whatever oh, and i remember that, watching that and being like that's a cool movie but not really my style uh so that was kind of my impression of dark knight when it came out didn't watch the other two. Oh, okay. um uh, oh i i you know i for some reason had this weird actually thought Brian, that you guys... i think i'm sorry to interrupt but i believe you did watch i meant at the time oh. i was going to say that on I an see. airplane i watched batman begins later <laughs> and it was fine oh it was, okay what were you saying, Cameron? Do you assume something? Well, I just assumed you guys actually really liked The Dark Knight. I and mean, I don't I assume that yeah. above everybody because it's one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> so okay, yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't assume. Mm-hmm. You know what assuming yeah. does? It makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> oh, that's a funny thing you made up, Cameron. I didn't make um, that up. <laughs> yeah. Um I, well I think that that's yeah. a pretty safe assumption. Honestly, I yeah. think the Dark Knight is is pretty much like lauded as a, a masterpiece. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Surely has to be. Gosh. Yeah. So, so I just wasn't the biggest uh, Batman person. I did later watch. Um, uh, didn't watch any of like the DC stuff, the Justice League, the Ben Affleck mm-hmm. Batman. I'm completely uh, ignorant of all of that. I, I I don't even think I've seen any of that. Um, and but Lego Batman, I watched and absolutely adored that movie. I think that movie is absolutely hilarious <laughs> and an amazing, probably my favorite Batman movie. Um, oh wow. 
So I'm a weird Batman person. Got it. <laughs> oh, oh, one other thing I want to mention. I think Under the Red Hood is also fantastic, which is an animated movie that was basically based on the animated series with, I think, the same voice actor and everything. And that is a fantastic movie. Didn't I, really, I watch really that, that at your house? You prob- hmm. probably. I, I don't remember it, it at all, but I remember uh, for some reason watching it, I think, at your house. Uh, I, I would guess I would do that because I tend to show it to people. Yeah, uh, and I really like that. So that's my Batman history. And so I okay. went into the Batman, having not really watched any Batman stuff in a very long time, and just curious to see what they were doing with mm-hmm. yet another reboot. So there's there's me, Stephen. Do you want it? Since yours is probably pretty similar, do you want to um, give your differences? Well, sure. My my Batman origin is I fell into a big pit with a lot of bats, and it scarred mm-hmm. me for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't yep. think that's quite how it works. <laughs> I fell into a vat of spiders, and now I can shoot webs out of my arms. <laughs> oh, God, a vat of spiders. Um, but yeah, we had the same childhood, so it's very, very similar to Brian mm. in almost every respect. I think mm. I'll add in the fact that, coincidentally, I, having nothing to do with the, the Batman movie that just came out, uh, um, I, I did go through and I finished the Christopher Nolan trilogy. I had only seen The Dark Knight up until oh, this point. Cool. So I watched all three of them. Um, and um, I, I do think The Dark Knight is a fantastic movie. Uh, it, it also is not really the kind of movie I would usually watch, but it's just such a good thriller. And Heath Ledger mm-hmm. is such a horrifyingly uh, charismatic lead yes he's the lead not batman <laughs> that's my opinion i um, think you're probably right i'm gonna be honest with you yeah i, I really like that movie uh and then you know i kind of really hated the third one and i was oh yeah the first yeah. one was fine uh, it was pretty good that that's um, that's the opinion i think that's the, the consensus of the universe okay, one's fine. <laughs> the second one's a ridiculously good masterpiece god one himself is agrees he, here's here's point. the one thing yep. that i think i'll throw in here um <laughs> yeah is that i actually don't think Batman has ever been successfully transitioned into a live action character. I only like the character in like a comic book or an animated show or a video game or something like that. Um, like the dark Knight is a great movie. I think Batman is, is a terrible character. So interesting. That is sort of where I come in yeah. to the Batman. And I do agree with Steven on that. Like the voice of, I can't take Batman seriously in other in in live action things like The Dark Knight where he's doing that goofy voice and like he looks like a guy in a suit and he's trying to be intimidating and it it just hasn't clicked for me in pretty much any movie versions of Batman. Gotcha. Um, I, I share that uh, that that belief. Um, but I can remember enough of Dark Knight that I also agree it's a fantastic movie with like perfect pacing and one of the best superhero villains ever. So mm. so yeah. suspenseful. Um, yeah. So for me, I am really into the superheroes that aren't powerful, that are just mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. use their smarts. Uh, Iron to, Man. Uh, so oh, Iron Man is my favorite superhero. Of course, my second favorite superhero is freaking Wanda, who is the most powerful <laughs> being in the universe. So yeah, that doesn't quite does, fit. <laughs> doesn't quite fit, but she's just really cool. Um, so I've always liked Batman. Um, I also watched the animated series as a kid. I did not watch it as religiously as you guys. I would watch it when yeah. it was on TV. Um, yeah. But I did remember enjoying it very much um I, I watched batman begins um oh kind, wow yeah kind of um it was fine and then i saw dark knight and i fell madly yeah. in love with batman because uh, you know it's an amazing yeah. movie um the, the yeah. dark knight rises is 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 
really stupid but in a in a in a funny almost mm-hmm. charming way almost, and i actually yeah. like it because of that a little bit like i would watch it again you know like yeah it's super silly and it crosses it crosses away from just being dumb and annoying into <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the whole time it, it does get pretty cheesy yes and i i, I enjoy that especially it, the ending no the night, ending though. made me laugh quite a lot i, oh, I did the ending, like that. yeah you know bane <laughs> yeah. there's some moments in that movie where bane scares the crap out of me you know and it's and it's awesome um but it's it, it's fine um and then the yeah. new dc stuff the dc extended universe garbage is is garbage um ben affleck's yeah. batman was the worst um huh. and okay. like batman vs hmm. superman was one of the most disappointing films i've ever walked out of the theater of i was just like huh. i cannot believe they've ruined because the whole point of batman versus superman is that it's supposed to be an invincible force versus intelligence, right? Yeah. And Man versus they don't God do that literally like at all. Idiot. It's yeah. so dumb. It fr- it frustrated yeah. the snot out of me because it that that concept is so cool to me, and they didn't yeah. do anything with it. Um, yeah. So so this is maybe um, oh, kind well. of a a dumb cultural question, but the whole um, Snyder cut Justice League mm-hmm. thing, yeah, is that like the like Avengers of dc like yeah. is that supposed to be like the big culmination yeah. of all the movies coming together yes but but the snyder cut actually was okay so how it worked is joss whedon came in and did his josh joss whedony things to the original uh right. justice league and it was kind of really bad um because kind of joss whedon at that point had become a little washed up mm-hmm. um and so yeah the, the actual snyder cut is way better um i mean it's still has problems considering the fact that it was so rushed and so forced because they had like one movie and then justice league you know um ah, but it, okay. it, it was yeah. way better i wouldn't recommend it to you guys but it was it's way better yeah okay um all right and then the batman yeah um so you start cameron because you're the one who uh watched it first yeah. and started all this what, what were your thoughts i well my thought is i probably shouldn't have recommended it to you guys now knowing your your past with batman <laughs> um it, i it was fell ridiculously in love with that movie um i love the cinematography is so fun it it does its own thing it's not trying to be dark knight 2.0 you know it's it 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 absolutely was trying to be its own thing even separated from the the new dc stuff as well the snyderverse stuff um it really tried to be original a lot of like um our friend ben who was going to be here today he said please talk about the really long slow movements shots in in this movie um i i really liked those for some reason it was just so cool so many like shots where you expect the scene to cut and then it doesn't for like a second or two and you're like you're like mm. holding your breath and you're like oh it, yeah. it's gonna cut now it's not it's gonna cut, cut yeah now no it didn't cut and it's just it's mm-hmm. it, it really ratchets the tension um i yeah. liked the inexperienced batman um i think that was really cool but but not so mm-hmm. inexperienced that he becomes the batman in this movie he's yeah yeah he's it's already, not an origin story yeah he's already put the joker behind bars but that's all yeah. he's done so far right so the city yeah. is still a, just a, a just a disaster um yeah. i the story was pretty fun i thought i thought the yeah. riddler was great i thought the penguin was fun um, this is not the same universe as the Joker movie, right? That's separate. No, it is not. This okay. is an entirely separate thing. Okay. Um, did you guys see the Joker movie? No, oh, but I am curious. Oh, but no, it's real stressful. <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh, so yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I went in with mm-hmm. really low expectations because DC's been on a crapshoot recently. They just suck, um, mm-hmm. and so my expectations were essentially zero. And 
by the hour mark, I, 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 I stopped and asked myself, yeah. am I enjoying this? Should I keep on watching? And, they, and my, my brain went, yeah, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. What do you, this is great. We're, keep on watching, <laughs> Your guard idiot. was just so up. Yeah. <laughs> it was, because I literally had to ask myself, is this garbage? And yeah. my brain was like, well, no, it's great. I'm like, oh, yeah, so, it's great. Somehow it's not garbage. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that's my general uh, thoughts. I, I, yeah. there, there, it was, it has, it was not perfect. I think the score was actually kind of crap. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, mm-hmm. the music was, it, it, I get, I get the motif they were going for with the bum, 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 you know, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the superhero motif, but it was so boring and empty all the time. Yeah. Um, but maybe that was a stylistic choice. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I think the ending was a little rushed. Yeah. Um, and kind of weird a little bit, but overall, yeah. it's. It, no, I have I have many specific thoughts and all the things you're running through, but I'm going to start with just yeah, the, yeah. the um, thousand foot here, and then get into that stuff. Um, so Stephen, what? Uh, I think you're going to be a, a strong counterpoint here to Cameron. What were your? Do you thoughts think I should be this? like the counterpoint? I feel like maybe you guys yeah, should. Yeah, talk. I think so, and then I can come in with a, my own. I, I'm just curious to hear okay. what you thought. Um, okay, well, this is going to be strongly colored by the fact that, as I've explained, I don't think Batman has ever been done well on film before. Yeah. And I was kind of curious as this movie queued itself up to see how they're going to handle that. Because the speech that uh, you got about fear at the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. when you saw... um, all of these like degenerates and gang leaders and yeah. uh you know um criminals walking the streets doing their criminal thing and you had this yeah. sense the whole time where you know i think the narration was like the bat signal isn't just a signal it's a warning and yeah. i actually thought that yeah. was kind of effective I'm like Ooh, that's scary yeah um, yeah and, that whole and, beginning shot like 20 minutes or yeah. like like um two minute shot it's really yeah. good <laughs> it, yeah. that, to me that is the movie singing at its best the cinematography and the color scheme and the way the camera is positioned is just ooh, (laughs) it's really good it's so so much more elevated and artistic than uh the christopher nolan movies which were much more like big bulky christopher Mm -hmm. nolan action movies bombastic yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and i think all that like gotham city looks gothic like they really yes went out of their way to meticulously design this this dark why why does yeah. the city exist why does anyone live there <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. stylistically it was, it was pretty cool and uh, then so the whole scene where um batman appears for the first time you hear these like these almost robotic clunking footsteps yes. coming into frame slowly slowly out of the light build up build up build up and then you see him it's just there's batman yeah and I'm like, oh, well, darn it, it's just Batman again. <laughs> this is dumb again. <laughs> so from that point on, I yep. didn't really enjoy the movie. And I, in fact, uh, kind of hated it. But Wow. Um, so what did you hate about Yeah, what exactly is it that is, you're, is making you be so hate hateful? <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, you hateful, hateful person. The reason I'm being hateful <laughs> and want to ruin Cameron's night <laughs> is because... Um, and I did have a very... Uh, adverse reaction to this movie so i I, yeah it would be very easy for me to just start spewing all the things i don't like about it but i don't want to do that because it's immature and not that's okay i hate elden ring steven it's fine that's true (laughs) you gave me plenty of this yeah this is true i did i couldn't hold back um I, i think that was a good discussion too but so part of the reason is everything this movie is deciding to do is not is like 
it's not just not checking my boxes. It's checking the boxes of things that I don't like. I don't huh. really like crime dramas in general. Right. Oh. I especially don't like them when they start feeling true crime isn't the right word because obviously this is incredibly fake but right the whole serial serial killer motif is not one that i usually enjoy unless it's done uh-huh. in like a, like the sherlock show on bbc you don't like serial killers except you do specifically a game about serial killers but that's because it went into i love I horror when it is like camp parody or mm-hmm. like twisting it in some way um the overriding i don't want to say stench (laughs) but the overriding quality that pervaded this movie to me is it's trying to be this r-rated hard-boiled bending over backwards to make batman like a believable world but Uh the, the thing that my brain kept saying was just don't make a batman movie like you're sucking all the fun out of the conceit of a superhero film you're just telling this incredibly dark um serial killer crime following the clues thing but all the superhero elements just really feel unnecessary and even played out to an extent so Mm. i just felt my i just kind of spent the whole movie kind of rolling my eyes a little bit where i'm just like huh this is just okay so like, why does it have to be a bat, a guy in a bat suit? Why does it have to have a guy with a, with a with an underground bunker? Why does he have to have mm-hmm. a Batmobile? Why does is that is that mm-hmm. kind of what the vibe I'm getting from you there? Honestly, yes, because I feel like that's what Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan tried to do. He's like, what if yeah. Batman was in the real world and it's a thriller? And it's like, okay, yeah. that doesn't work, <laughs> but it was yeah. his idea. I feel like they're trying to do that again. Um, yep, but trying to so, strip it down even more. I'll go ahead and jump in here now because I can actually piggyback pretty well off this. And so I think a big context for me is I was coming into this from Marvel movies, watching a lot of Marvel movies with Spider-Man and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with the cinematography of this movie. Like, it is so beautiful. And not just the cinematography. The best word I have is, like, texture. The sound. And I felt... I could smell the leather from the mask. I could his boots were crunching in the rain like i'm like mm-hmm. oh this is so nice after marvel to have a world that actually like a like feels a actual, like something like like, a, like an actual um yeah i know what you're saying like marvel's marvel yeah. movies are all kind of very surface level and this felt yeah. like like those opening shots of the rain hitting the bat signal and the long close-ups of just objects and when like gordon would be sitting in a car and they'd show the rain on the windshield with the wipers going across i'm like oh this is just I feel the texture it's a of this movie. World. And <laughs> it's an it's, actual movie. <laughs> yes, and it's yeah. really cool. And like, I'm like, superhero stuff doesn't do this. Like, this is great to have a superhero movie that's actually, I feel the texture of the world. And so I really fell in love with the world more than like the plot, mm-hmm. particularly. I thought the plot was okay, but I just loved the, the, the feeling of that world to me. I thought juxtaposed really interestingly to the Marvel stuff, which is, I think, what the Marvel movies are abysmal at. And this is like what this this excelled at. And it was kind of nice seeing the superhero movie that wasn't trying to be quippy, wasn't trying to be funny, wasn't trying. It didn't feel like it was trying to be a Marvel movie at all, which I thought was kind of nice. So that was like my my first really strong impression of it. Um, And that's probably what would stick with me most about the movie. Um, I also thought it was great for Steven. I don't think I had a negative reaction to the crime stuff because I felt like 
I felt like I wasn't trying to be a thriller. I felt like I was trying to be a noir. And I think oh, that's yeah. what Batman should be. I think that is the closest you can get to what Batman is, is noir. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. no, movies haven't leaned in that direction in a really long time. And I think that's a really smart direction to take it because I think that's that's the right genre for Batman uh, is noir. Now, maybe mm-hmm. stylistically they could have done it so it was a little less serial killer or a little less somber or like put the superhero stuff in there better. But anyway, that that to me was was kind of my broad takeaway where I think Steve and I agree actually with a lot of things you said. I think I just took a skewed enough. Mm-hmm. It hit slightly mm-hmm. different for me that I was appreciating the good things rather than getting frustrated by the bad so you know here's here's an interesting point i'd like to bring up to both of you i would not call this a superhero movie um yeah i would i would call this a detective movie because yeah what mm-hmm. and, and even mm-hmm. compared to like christopher nolan movie because batman mm-hmm. in this movie is essentially just a very smart guy yeah in a, in a mask um yeah. who doesn't want to show his face um, he's he's a decent fighter, but not even amazing. Um, yeah. He he has pretty cool body armor that protects him from bullets, but that's about it, really, in terms of gadgety mm-hmm. stuff. He, he doesn't have he, oh, and he has like a you know a a, a grapple hook and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But what the majority of the movie does when he's actually being a detective is he notices clues and he thinks about things yeah. and he's able to piece things together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you don't need a like, mask I personally for that. love the scene where he walks into the crime scene. And just slowly walks around and just almost too slow watches. You're kind of, yeah, you're almost like, too slowly. And he's like he's he's surreal in a way that yeah. that superheroes aren't. Like people look at him like, yeah. what are that, you? That you was freak. That and was he's just favorite, surreally staring at everything. Probably my favorite scene with Batman in yeah. it. Um because mm-hmm. I think that helped a little bit to uh justify the premise because people were it was Halloween, right? And so people were like yeah yeah that was like very much calling out like dude what is what is wrong why are you wearing a bat costume right like what the the, i think the problem is and like you could just break either way on this i totally get Mm -hmm. your both of your reactions which are Mm -hmm. just as valid but i think for me i'm just like stop bending over back just if you they're trying to integrate this isn't a superhero movie this is a detective movie and it's like okay But if you just watched this without knowing who Batman is, this movie would make no yeah. sense and be really yeah. stupid. Well, that's like, kind of what I was, and this will be kind of a spoiler for my the second half of my thoughts on it. But I went into it not actually knowing they're rebooting a new cinematic universe. I thought mm. that it was actually a standalone movie, and I'm like, oh, I'm super curious to see no, how no, they no, do no, no, Batman. They're not, they're not rebooting a cinematic universe here. No, 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 no. I read they literally are. It's like two TV shows are spinning off and three movies. I don't think that's true. I think I think that well, Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> I, I from what I've read I now again, Cameron this might have, this could have, this could have changed last week. I don't know, mm. but from what I read, um, yeah. the Batman movies like the Joker movie, they're making a sequel to the Batman movie, but that's okay. it. It's 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 a movie. It's going to be a trilogy of movies, and that's uh, it. Okay, um, that, but well, that, that that literally could have changed yeah. with how fast they make <laughs> decisions nowadays. So yes, so we'll we'll get into that that later well, you're here, right no like, this is a better way to put could've... it it wasn't made to reboot okay. a franchise mm-hmm. that's nice because that's what i was going into it like because i'm like all right let's see let's see how they would do the batman like they did joker like trying to justify the story in of itself and i felt steven a little differently where i felt they were actually uh setting it up in a way that you're like i think it's more interesting if you didn't know who batman is because you're like what's going on 
in a way that sure. they use the creepiness and surrealness that I'm like, this guy seems scary and unhinged and a little weird. And, and not, what is ama- he? And not and amazingly he's not calling himself Batman. He's calling himself Vengeance. He doesn't even call himself Batman. Mm-hmm. He's this mystery figure that you, as an audience member, you're trying to figure out what this guy's deal is the same way everyone else is. And I think that they actually do that really well. Um, introducing that is true. A There's a certain amount of confusion that actually makes it more interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they really toe the line with not well again with the long shots and the ambiguous scenes. They 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 toe the line of of not confusing you but almost confusing you the mm-hmm. whole time, and and that really mm-hmm. builds the suspense. But it doesn't. It's not quite like edge of your seat suspense. It's more no. like an unease, unsettling. Suspense. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes. It is an unsettling really, movie because un un. On edge of your seat suspense can almost be overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, which this one, I was, it was a nice laid Especially back, but still freaking th- creepy. If it's a three hour movie, you don't want on your edge right. suspense you, the whole it's time. It's too much, way too much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. do you know how, and I'm a little surprised, maybe even a little offended that they didn't ask me, but do you know how I would have <laughs> shot this movie? <laughs> how you would have way, shot it? Way to say how? that so matter-of-factly, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> so, Never show Batman's face? Very close. Okay. My idea is reverse the Riddler with Batman to where mm. all of these shots where you just see flashes of you know, mm. the Riddler, you see him with the tape. You can't quite yeah. see what he's doing. Like, yeah. just have this. So, like, when Batman approached those gang of thugs when they were beating up on that guy, I would have yes. loved to hear the footsteps, the footsteps, the footsteps. Then you just see the faces of the yeah. of the thugs. And then maybe even just cut. Like, I would love yeah. a Batman who actually is like in the cartoon in the animated series they're able to get yeah. away with this by literally turning the animated cell of batman just into this pure silhouette with eyes and he yeah. would like melt into smoke and do all this incredibly cool scary stuff yeah. that doesn't work on film so i would it's, it has to be a guy in a suit punching people like, right and that never looks good that. um yeah. at least i don't i, think I have to say good. there is one scene late in this movie where i do think it looks good there's a okay. fight. I could believe that and this I think movie. There's a fight later on that does what you want. Which because fight? the fight, I'll, it'll be clear here in a second. Okay. Where it is only lit up by gunshots. So oh, it's complete that darkness. Was so then cool. you'll see flashes of him fighting in the gunfire. Oh, then it goes God. dark again. So, and it's so probably cool. the coolest fight scene I've seen in a movie in a very long time. They actually, um, Christopher Nolan did that in, the, in his first Batman movie. Mm. Um. And it actually works fairly well. Yeah, it was like between all these crates in the shipping yard and you never saw Mm -hmm. Batman. He was just like hiding behind everything. The problem is the very end for his final, I don't know, punch or whatever, they zoom way in on his face and he's like, I'm Batman. It's like, oh no, you ruined all the suspense. From what I remember, it's like one set shot at the end of a hallway and you just see him kind of slowly walking down the hallway being lit up by this fire and then going to to black and it 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 starts to do what you're talking about. I but I would believe there are also mm-hmm. I would believe that this is the movie that would get closest to that because I think this is mm-hmm. the best Batman has ever been shot in live action. Yes. Totally. I agree with that. I don't think it's perfect, but I think especially in how they handle the fight scenes, he's 
it, it works pretty well in this movie, especially when they do interesting. They're very good at keeping the cinematography uh, kind of zoomed out and fluid and surreal in a way that you never feel like he's just a dude punching people for the most part. Mm. In, and the fight scenes are actually pretty few and far between. The fight scenes yeah. shocked me in this movie because they were very almost... Well, they were very, they felt amateur, um, mm -hmm. but in a way that was intentional. It wasn't like they, the, the fight yeah. choreography was bad, um, but yeah. it, 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 it showed the inexperience of Batman, and it wasn't just like this guy doing huge flips and swoopy, swappy, swoopy, yeah. swoopers when he's punching people and spinning around and kicking with a giant roundhouse kick and blah, blah, blah. He's just like, poof, uh, poof, poof, yeah. poof, 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 uh, poof, poof, the whole time and you're like oh god this is really visceral and and he's yep. just beating the tar out of these people like with yeah. just punches and nothing else yeah. no gadgets yep. no like no he's not like yeah. hook shotting people to the ceiling and throwing them up in the air they go yeah. up the, it's it's very just like two dudes boxing each other um yeah and i actually appreciate that because again i do think that it's they they're trying to ground him ground batman in a way that you can't do with like he's not this bigger than life cartoon character well this he can't be this so they have to ground him very hard on the idea of batman that batman is another one of the broken people like this right. movie is goes all in on that they are not glorifying this guy in the same way that many batman movies do he is broken and deranged and they make that very clear the same way the villain is broken and deranged mm -hmm. like they make that very obvious in this movie which is one of the batman threads that's been around for a long time but to me it's where they put all their chips in this movie is that, like, was, yeah, the, this that guy's, was the focus yes it's a disturbing movie not an exciting yes. movie yeah i would i would say disturbing first like yeah this guy's broken um that said is there precedent for making batman a grunge emo guy or is that new for this movie no, that's well. Okay, that's interesting, right? Because that's not really a thing in the Batman movies, really. Yeah. Um. But I, I when I first saw Robert Patterson with the with the mask off, right, as he had finished fighting and he was all gross and sweaty in the makeup, I my first initial reaction was, "Oh my god, he's so emo. This is dumb. I hate this." <laughs> yeah. And my second reaction was, "Well, hold on a sec." He literally just beat the crap out of 10 thugs. He's soaking wet. He's sweating. He's gross. Of course, his hair is going to be cold completely over his eyes. Yeah. And he blacks out his eyes because he's wearing a mask. So, of course, he's going to... Yeah. not. They're not. He's not being emo. That's just how a, gr a grunged up, destroyed Batman after a night uh, on the town would I, I kind of disagree with <laughs> that I, because this yeah. movie is so intentional with its art direction. And they play yeah. that super I, grungy emo music. I do have to disagree with Cameron there. And it's just like... Because uh. they play the grungy emo music. And I looked it up and they're like, yeah, we modeled him off of Kurt Cobain. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm not... Okay. I'm not saying he's not supposed to be an emo looking batman i'm saying it's right. believable that he would mm. look like that <laughs> yeah i think it's also believable that he would be an emo guy like that's the kind of guy who would do sure that, yeah, no i'm sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm not being very clear that's what i mean he's not just yeah. an emo guy because it, it, it's out of it, nowhere yeah out of nowhere it's, it's 100 percent believable emo because they he's such a young it. he's such a yeah. young batman who has he's almost green you know um yeah. no, no nothing under his belt really and he it makes yeah. sense that that shot that i had the visceral reaction to that i yes. didn't like at first i realized yeah. after the fact i was like oh no you know what i can totally buy that 100 percent. they earned it like yeah. that shot is definitely super emo but like you said they earned it because it makes sense that he puts the makeup on it makes sense that his hair is like that like you're right they they did earn all of it but i also mm -hmm. think it's a very intentional look they want that shot where you look at him and it's like oh this is a kurt cobain grunge emo version of bruce wayne not a clean cut um 
like mm-hmm. uh, billionaire playboy. Like they really went away from that. Which, and I uh, lo- I loved the scenes yeah. where he's in like a, a rich person setting and he's just yeah. a scraggly looking 25 mm-hmm. year old. He like who- refuses to meet the accountants. He refuses yeah, to I like do that. any yeah. of Cause you get this feeling like even Alfred's like, you're messed up. Like you're, you need to get your shit you, together. Essentially, yeah, you are like <laughs> washed out and you are obsessive and this is really unhealthy. And there's, yeah. They really go hard on that. Now, Stephen, I'm assuming you just heavily dislike this this approach for Bruce Wayne as well. Well, I think we're seeing a common theme here where we're all kind of agreeing on the risks they're taking and the mm-hmm. the the um uh the uh like the downsides to all of these angles. I just yeah. I just like hated Batman? it and didn't think about it anymore. You don't like Batman. Yes. And I think you can't buy you can't buy into Batman. It, it's a losing fight for me. I think that yeah. Hollywood mm-hmm. has been working on this stupid franchise for 30 years and no movie mm-hmm. has ever done it. And no movie will ever mm-hmm. do it. And it's just yep. the Riddler is a whimsical man who says, Riddle me this Batman, wears a bright green two-piece suit, and his he's like he like shoots people with poison gas out of his cane. Like, stop trying to yeah. make him this serial killer who's no. he went Adam West. He wasn't making him a serial killer. I thought it was really cool. Pointing out the fact that did you know people are hypocrites in politics? And oh no, you've opened my eyes, the Batman. Just that is how I felt. Okay, the okay. Whole, so so, so Stephen has, has degraded into me screaming yeah. about Elden Ring. I got <laughs> it. So we'll move on to the Riddler now. I also yes. thought that um, that's. I mean. It's semi-obvious, but pretty clever. The Riddler is a perfect setup for a serial killer. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, that's a way to integrate the Riddler into the quote-unquote real or noir world, leaving behind these bringing greeting cards. Like, there's something, again, you feel the texture of that. You can imagine holding that greeting card and that it has, you know, the next clue or whatever. I thought that was... And that the tape was... uh, There was a very visceral sense to all of that. Um, they did a good job differentiating him from the Joker too, because I feel like that's something yeah. the Joker could have done as well. Left mm-hmm. little greeting cards mm-hmm. and like Batman, you yeah, know. That's true. Um, but the, the greeting cards were very not psycho looking. Yeah. You know? I it was actually very feel like they really stepped on the toes of Heath Ledger in a real bad way because mm. you had things like scrawling messages on cars and like you know mutilating mm. people and strapping them to bombs and leaving freaky jokes for batman mm. it was like it was all the yeah. joker's playbook but you can't compete yeah. with heath ledger that's a good point i hadn't seen that in you, a long time so i didn't see that you the shouldn't there. you shouldn't limit an entire character to one actor because he was the best of that character well it's not the character it was the techniques because this wasn't the joker mm-hmm. but for some reason they were using joker techniques from the nolan films. well you said heath ledger so strapping the bombs how far did you make it steven i'm trying to remember what was in the first um, hour um i made it to like the Catwoman stuff yeah and like the, my favorite scene actually might have been the weird contact lens with Catwoman. Yeah. Um, when she was in the, was the cool. club, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was shortly after that that I think I stopped. I think okay. I think gotcha. it was like he was just starting to form an attachment with her. Uh, That's where I about imagined it, it being. Um, yeah. So, so again, also, reminder mm-hmm. to, to everybody, I am watching this with one third of the context. So I did yes. not see this through. Well, I think definitely my strongest impressions were from the first hour. So most of the stuff I was excited to talk about was... Mm-hmm. 
yeah, was from that. I, I do think, I know you kind of made fun of the he's pointing out corruption thing, which I totally get. But I think thematically, again, that was a really smart way to go. Um, that showing just how completely flawed Gotham is mm-hmm. and then also making Bruce grapple with his own identity within that because he's he's trying to he's of that class like he's of that uh, uh, of the elite mm-hmm. and the Riddler is taking down the elite and critiquing it. And so I think that it was a it was a pretty smart, I think, way to go with the plot. Um, it it just it it for, fit, for it fit perfectly well. I that 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 mm-hmm. is. I was being too harsh, <laughs> but yeah. I still. I don't think it's super unexpected. Like this yeah. movie almost never like shocked me or surprised me. To me, it wasn't like an insanely mm, yeah. smart movie. I'm We're not like, going oh my that. gosh, how did they think of that? It was more of like, oh yeah, you're. These are a lot of smart decisions made one after the other, and it's you were doing a piece of cinema that most superhero movies feel like they don't even bother trying. See, I don't think I also mm-hmm. I I agree with that take honestly, and I I think also something like Sherlock never shocked me either. Sherlock was very mm-hmm. much like, yep, he, a smart guy is making the smart move. Yep, he's Sherlock still making is a the good smart comparison. Move. Um, yeah, but yeah, Sherlock was never like, <gasps> what? Yeah. You well, know, and I I appreciate that. Well, no, no, I disagree <laughs> with whatever you're season. about to say. I will I, I say that it. it got somewhat <laughs> shocking in the later seasons. Oh, you mean like bad? Not in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, okay, got it. That's fair. Oh, he has a sister, but she just wanted to be hugged. Yeah. Oh, I never saw those episodes. Well, he has a sister, and she just wants to be hugged. Okay. <laughs> it's I really stopped stupid. In, I stopped in season two. Um, oh, so anyway, I'm trying to think any other big takeaways um, from, the, from the movie. I do agree with you, Cameron, that the ending was my least favorite part. Um, what was the ending? <laughs> Who was the so, riddler? Okay. I need to know so, this. Okay. So, so. Uh, where even to start with that the riddler turns out to be basically essentially QAnon in his yeah basically a dude in his 20s who's become radicalized on the internet and is gathering other radicalized young angry men on the internet to commit terrorism like that's very much the vibe they're going for mm-hmm. ripped from the headlines um that kind of vibe where in the end they find him you know streaming out videos to his other and you find out there are a bunch of riddlers like basically um there are a bunch of young men who are working for him and even though they captured him you have the loki jail scene where he's like you may have captured me but i'm in control here because my whole plan's gonna keep going Mm -hmm. um right and which by the way is why i was arguing with you a second ago steven about how it's not it 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 doesn't yeah it's very not joker that's not something joker would do yeah and you something i really like about his character as you start seeing his later movies he or videos he sends out to the city he starts to get more unhinged just like yelling into his camera with pure rage mm-hmm. and you you get the feeling by the end that he is he has just been consumed by his anger at everything mm-hmm. much like many people online and is just just angry at everything and i think that was a pretty smart way to go with the character of he seems like he's completely in control at the beginning mm-hmm. and you find out he's actually just very impotent and angry at everything as other people that follow him yeah he's um, not he's not He's smart, but only barely, and and everything else he's really bad at. Like he's bad at killing, and he's bad at at um at leading in a way because he only has like yeah. you know a small amount of followers. He's he's not this super smart mastermind who can do everything. Yeah. He's actually 
barely hanging on by a thread, barely getting yeah. away with what he's doing, especially at the end. At the beginning, maybe he's yes. a pretty big mystery, but he's yeah. he's this guy who is who's just a guy who is planning everything in his basement, and he barely gets away with it mm-hmm. until yeah. he gets caught, you know? So, like, we yeah. really are dealing with a green Batman and a green villain. Yes. Yeah. 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 It feels like a bunch of deranged amateurs who are in Gotham, just the whole city's falling apart around them. Which, um, I, which I, again, I love that vibe, personally. It yes. really separates, because, again, the normal Riddler, and not, not even the green suit Riddler, like maybe even um, like the Arkham City Riddler, Mm-hmm. Is this is this guy you see, you never really see who who seems impossibly smart and always mm-hmm. seven steps ahead? That's not this mm-hmm. guy. It starts mm-hmm. off that way, mm-hmm. but like yeah. by the middle of the movie, you're like, oh, he's just like winging it. Yeah. Like, dude, that's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then so the the ending critique I maybe have, and maybe I I misread this because I because of my thoughts about the cinematic universe thing, but basically. The Riddler's plan, a little bit silly, yeah. but he's planting explosives to destroy all of the dams in the I'm city and basically say, flood the, all of Gotham. Wait, the second is he that putting happens, poison in the water before he does this? No, no <laughs> poison in the water, <laughs> just water. Um, the, the second that happens, yeah. I, I, it'll, the movie loses me. The rest of the yeah. movie, I'm, I'm so pretty much I'm like, over the movie. That's That was way too much, um, what would you say? Like, how did you, you do ratchet that? It, you ratcheted it up too high. Yeah. Like... The, literally the entire city's populace is all hunkering into this one like sports center trying to stay kind of you know like hurricane refugees all and the mayor's there and everyone's there and the water's literally coming in on top of all of the people <laughs> it's just and a then little there's, extreme there's there's QAnon snipers in the rafters and then there are like 15 QAnon snipers in the rafters planning to shoot everyone he was planning to corral everyone into one place and then have these people to shoot them all it's pretty dumb. Um, and again, but again, but I, I'm not that, defending that, this. It's yeah. still stupid. But it is right. it, it is interesting because it, it, it is. It's, it's just this dude making a bad plan, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, his, his yes. plan's unraveled, but, and he's, get, he's caught, and that's the best he can do. That said, <laughs> they're going for a very strong symbolism here of, of the classic yeah. baptism yeah. symbolism. Literally, the entire city is being flooded with water. Pretty clear symbolism. And then Batman starts you know doing his thing where he's beating and punching everyone he literally injects himself with like super bat steroids to go just completely ham on them and just punching one of them in the face over and over and over i thought he was gonna kill that guy i kind of wish he would honestly stops him and then the guy he rips off the guy's mask and he's like who are you and the guy's like i'm vengeance and so that's the moment where you know batman looks down and it's the classic luke skywalker this is what i'm Mm -hmm. becoming this is what i'm becoming so he leaps into the water to uh, stop this electrical current and basically sacrifice himself to save all these people. He starts Ends up surviving, but falls into the water. The second baptism scene falls in the water, gets up, and there's this amazing shot of him lighting a flare and leading all of the people out of the which was the, cool. um, which was an amazing scene. Yeah. So was, I really liked that moment of Batman making his choice of okay, I'm going to choose the route of self-sacrifice instead of the route of vengeance. And I thought that moment within the ending was really good. Um, That's exactly... Everything before that I didn't like, and everything after that, I did not like that he then literally told us all of that in his letter to himself. I'm like, that was really good symbolism in filmmaking. You did not need to say it all in narration, literally after. You know some exec made them put that in. That was not a creative choice. This is such a great moment where I'm like, I'm seeing the plot going here, but they're communicating it all wordlessly. This is wonderful. And then you wrote the dumb letter. And I'm like, gosh, yeah. dang it. Yeah, that was um, that was some exact going, the masses won't understand the symbolism. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
Okay, thanks. Um, no, I, Brian, I completely um, mirror your thoughts. The second the bombs blew off the floodgates to the Gotham, which first of all, I was like, why is a city underwater? Um, from the, I just I didn't really enjoy anything from that point on. Like it actually made me chuckle when the new mayor was like, "I'm not leaving this bang." And then hey! she just gets sniped. <laughs> she falls over. She was shot, and I'm like, "You should have left, idiot!" Like, come on, yeah. it was really funny. But no, then the scene where he's leading the people out, you know, that was like the that was the penultimate moment of the whole movie. It led yeah. up to that, you know, and I was really like, yeah. or the ultimate movie, part of the movie. Yeah. Led up to, the whole movie was leading up to him making that choice of like, no, I will protect the people. I will not, yeah. I will not destroy the bad guys senseless, you know, or kill them. Yes. Um, I will not, I, yeah, I will not give into the just pure rage and, and vengeance, even though the city's imperfect. So, yep. yeah, it was a good moment, but, um, yeah, after that, I felt it was a little bit like, I was kind of, and that goes back to my, I was kind of hoping the movie would be and then it was left of course kind of on a cliffhanger of like what comes next for Batman and I again going into it I was hoping the movie would be a little more self-contained than it was and so that was another way the ending kind of disappointed me well now hold on isn't it it's completely self-contained I don't really understand where you're coming from with this it's completely (laughs) self-contained what what about it is screaming extended universe besides the ending where it's like the Joker's like new well plot. there's obviously that equivalent of a post credit scene well again um, but that's just is... setting up the sequel to this movie and that's yeah. it what else yeah totally what else well there's that there's pretty obviously him and and I just felt like I I know it's kind of hard to explain myself here because it's kind of specific the it didn't feel really resolved. It felt like leaving the Catwoman arc open and leaving the Joker arc open, not in ways that like it couldn't in here, but in ways that it's obviously pointing towards like, all right, we set it up that now we can keep telling stories about this Batman. Well, I was kind of hoping I'm like, I'm really curious how they're going to do a movie that is literally just one movie and isn't, isn't trying to set up sequels at all. And it's like, maybe it kills Batman in the end, or maybe there's some really interesting plot decision they make with batman because they don't have to keep telling batman stories this can be the one story well instead i had a pretty normal ending that just kind of set up future batman stories which is fine uh, it's just not quite as interesting as i was hoping from an ending for I, when, I, when i started the movie i think i disagree with you um for uh, our, an, an ending that is ambiguous and leaves openings does not necessarily scream to me unfinished um, i'm not saying it's unfinished i'm saying you did when though. I thought they were gonna try no, no, I'm again I'm not explaining myself well. I'm not saying this felt unfinished. I'm saying when I thought it was a self-contained movie, I was hoping for a really interesting ending that specifically finished it. That finished the idea of Batman in one movie. And instead it felt like it set up the idea of Batman, which to me are two different kind of things. Um and so it just felt more yeah. conventional. It felt more like a conventional superhero movie in that last hour. Than it did in the first hour. Well, that, that so I'm not arguing at all. That that's a, that's yeah. a, that's fair. So point. maybe that's mostly what I'm trying to say here. That, I, I, okay, I I just I never had the I never got like the whole. Yes, I know that there's a there's a possibility that Catwoman is, is set up for a new story. Um, yeah, and then the Joker is as well. I yeah, I wasn't getting the Marvel post credit scene vibes literally yeah. at all from those scenes. To me, it just felt really? like no, not at all. To me, it just felt like. This either we're gonna have a sequel to this movie, which is it's, yeah. I think it's gonna be a trilogy, which is you know same as like Christopher Nolan's movies, um, yeah. or like this is just an ambiguous ending. Like this could go somewhere, yeah. but maybe you won't. Now and now and and the reason it felt finalized to me was because, yeah, it was, 
he made the decision to save Gotham. And from then on yeah. forward, Gotham is going to be protected properly and saved by Batman. He he yeah. essentially he became the Batman that saves the city in that final yeah. scene, and that was the yes. fine. That was what was final yeah. about it. Honestly, That's they true. could have chopped the end of that, the, like the last ten yeah. minutes of that movie off, and I would have been way happier. Yes, but I agree. That with was that. what. That's what made it feel final for me was the yes. fact that I, yes, I there's some loose that. ends with Catwoman and Joker, but that mm -hmm. he he made the decision and the choice that yeah. he is going to be no yep. longer vengeance. He's going to be the protector of the city. Yeah, totally agree with that. Loved that scene and just didn't like the 10 minutes after it. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I think it was a... Um, I am curious how they're going to do the Joker because that's what they totally set up here. And that's going to be hard. already beat the that's Joker. That's going to be the... Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so I actually read an interesting theory. So, the, oh, Stephen, how it works is the, the Riddler is in jail and he's like, yeah, my plan failed, yeah, my plan. Um, and he hears this, or whatever, Joker laugh from the cell next to him. And he's like, we could be good friends, you and I. Um, and then it fades out. Um, uh, I see. So what now the thought I had, or the thought that I read, excuse me, I did not have this thought, um, was that, it not necessarily setting up like the Joker is going to be in the be the next mm. main character, more yeah. in the fact that those two are going to plan and scheme, and then break out and be a joined movie of those two versus the Batman in the next yeah. movie, which would be much more interesting that. than just the Joker. Because again, yes. I I get it. The Joker is a really hard act to hit. Yeah. Um, he's been Especially, done a trillion times, you know. Um, yeah. And there's there's like three perfect versions of the joker that exists so it's like how do you mm -hmm. what's the third one um i guess i was considering the arkham games the third yeah which is a little i, different I think i conflate the, him yeah. with the animated series but you're it's right a little different they but are yeah, different. They're, they're yeah they're the same essentially uh, right. uh but yeah so it's hard to follow up with the joker but he is the iconic villain yeah. but i think pairing him with the riddler if they were and maybe a third like maybe they maybe they concoct this master plan and they break out yeah. and they find a third villain or whatever um yeah Dr. Ice or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Ice. Dr. Freeze? Dr. Yeah. Snowball. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm Batman. curious. And if they can do the same thing yeah. again, I am uh, down for the adventure. So if it's not clearly yeah. obvious, I just absolutely love this movie. And I, I've been yeah. struggling. I want to watch it again. I love it so much. Um, yeah. I want to be back yeah. in that crazy, creepy, visceral yeah. world um, with the, the, the amazing sound effects and the set pieces. I just want to experience it again. Um, yeah. I definitely think it's flawed. Uh, it has yeah. a lot of issues towards the end as well. Um, mm -hmm. But I was I shocked agree. how much I just was in love with yeah. everything else about it. It was so much yeah. fun, and I was just entertained yeah. the whole way through. Now, that said, yeah. I, I totally get your guys' both thoughts, especially yours, Stephen, that you, you just can't yeah. buy into Batman, and I can respect that. I can totally yeah. respect, because Batman's... A, he, mm -hmm. he, mm -hmm. I actually mm -hmm. have never seen that perspective before. Because when you look at Iron Man, right, who's the same type of hero, he's the mm -hmm. rich guy mm -hmm. who's smart. You what you 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 have this this guy who makes a robot suit, and that for some reason touches the part of your brain where you're like like oh yeah mm -hmm, yeah the robot suit yeah <laughs> yeah. But you see a guy in a bat suit, and you're like why is he in a bat suit? Like you know, yeah. and uh, I can I've never actually i've never actually had somebody tell me their thoughts on that and i i get yeah. it now i totally can see that i can line up tony stark and bruce wayne to be like mm -hmm. oh yeah tony stark is way cooler than batman on paper um it just <laughs> yeah. depends on and it just so happens that i happen to like the iteration they were able to do with this batman yeah you know i think really what it comes down to is i think 
for me, a superhero story only works if it can laugh at itself. And this movie double, triple, quadruple down. I thought you liked Dark Knight. Dark Knight. So that is such a weird, and it's incredibly rude of me to interrupt my like profound thing I was <laughs> going to say because now I forgot the ending to it. I'm but, sorry. I thought that was the profound um, thing. Well, you know what? It was probably pithier that way. So let's stick with it. Um, okay. Dark Knight was a, a really weird anomaly because mm. Batman didn't work. But Joker mm-hmm. did because Joker was laughing at everything. He was funny and like disturbing because he yeah. was funny. It was like this weird loop. Sure. Um, so like that was like a loophole mm-hmm. almost like that did mm-hmm. work. But you're I, saying there needs to be an element of humor to pull off the ridiculousness. Absolutely. You have to be able to laugh <sighs> at it and then you can fall in love with it and feel really. I mean, I think that was it. part of the genius of Marvel. Like I, think I don't that was particularly part of the, the Joss Whedon scripts. I think that's. Yeah. I don't think and that, the original Iron Man and the original Iron Man. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> I don't think I. I don't think I buy into that. Actually, I. I. I don't think I can I, I agree to that at all. Um, I agree that the reason Marvel succeeded so well is because it's easier to tell a superhero story when the ridiculousness of the superhero is is buffeted by comedy. Um, I don't think that is something that is necessary to make a good superhero. I think I I kind of came from the opposite perspective where I'm like, oh, it's a superhero movie that isn't trying to make me laugh. This is great. Yeah, Um, exactly. I think I had the opposite reaction of you where I'm like, I actually appreciate it. Maybe it's maybe it works for people because superheroes are just so accepted at this point. But yeah, a superhero movie that is taking itself deadly, grimly, seriously. Mm -hmm. And and really expecting you to to buy into all of its nuances and how it cleverly takes these cartoon concepts and and twists them into socially relevant artistic it's just mm-hmm. it just feels silly to me like i can't do yeah. it it's dumb <laughs> and it's like That's it's uh, weird that i would say that because you wouldn't think that would be yeah. my perspective but I just yeah. can't stand it. I just I can't stand sure. the. You're blowing my mind. Right they now. Open that's with what this Ave movie Maria does. for crying out loud. Yeah. It's an embarrassment. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. Oh, I that's can't something do it. I, I did mean to mention. I actually love the soundtrack in this movie. Like the oh, I actually did fine. too. <laughs> uh, I thought the Ave Maria was like uh, the Ave Maria thing was definitely played out and turning it into like a minor key creepy oh. thing. Like yes effective it actually is a creepy thing to use but definitely an overdone thing but i loved the music for batman oh, i wow. loved how it made him sound robotic and that's interesting scary and that was i really liked the soundtrack this it, movie it i it stood out so much more than any marvel movie soundtrack jeez oh, okay well no i mean that's <laughs> okay so let me explain myself with the music thing then it it was a weird juxtaposition because the the motif of the batman motif was really cool in certain scenes. I really like, like especially that beginning scene where he's walking out of the dark. Yeah, that's why I like, remember it. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa, this is this. And is I love intense. the scene where he's walking to Penguin's car with it playing as well. That was yeah. like the second version. Of that. Um, yeah. So on paper, I love the theme. Like, yeah, I I, I can see why it, you guys liked it, but in in pra- how do I even describe this in practice? I had issues with the actual playing of the music. Mm. Um, I didn't like the instrumentation they used mm. for the motif. Uh, it felt empty. Oh, it felt okay. it felt 
quiet in certain places, but too loud in others. Um, like I felt like it was played poorly. It, it the did. The music was good, played poorly. It did like draw attention to itself in an awkward way. Yeah, it was like, look at me. I'm a college. I'm 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 a sophomore in music college, and I'm playing this bombastically so you'll hear it but then the bass is like bloom 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 really quietly behind it and it was almost yeah. like not syncopated properly yeah. i don't know i don't think i listened on that detail to it you probably noticed more than i did i just kind of heard it, the broad listen to it um listen to it isolated from the movie sure um yeah and, and i also just wasn't really watching the movie on very good speakers or anything so the sound was i was I only getting either. the broad broad feelings of I don't got no fancy yeah. speaker. My fancy speakers died, unfortunately. I have just TV speakers right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, because yeah. because I, I, I got that same reaction you guys got. I was like, ooh, it's like it's the cool Batman motif, and then I was like, ooh, yeah. I don't like how it's being played though. So this is kind yeah. of boring. Um, gotcha. But I'm very picky um, about music and scores. Yeah. Um, so I I. Yeah. I can totally see why you guys liked it so much. Mm -hmm. I, and yeah. then my, so my friend, who, the person who recommended me, Evan, he recommended me the movie. He goes, um, and I said, I didn't really like the score. And he goes, yeah, it was okay. I really appreciated the, the nice indie music at the beginning. And I was like, the nice yeah. indie music? You, do you mean Nirvana at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> and he goes, that was Nirvana. And I was like, that was Nirvana, bro. And he's like, dang it. Oh, man. And the indie music. Oh. It's like, yeah, you yeah, were. They really hit that hard. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, actually really like that use of the music too. So um, yeah, they, that was okay. That was okay. And I like how it's reused at the ending. Um, I think they did a good job with it. I I um, actually am gonna rewatch the movie. I enjoyed it that yeah. much. Probably soon. Yeah. Um, I and I might totally go back and watch The Dark Knight again. Um, yeah, and if it's not clear, I definitely fall between you, but closer to Cameron. Sure. I agree with pretty much everything you've said, Cameron. I was less strongly positive on it. Sure, but sure. But I think we have very similar impressions. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I've also really appreciated your perspective, yeah. Stephen. Um, you honestly totally. showed me a new side of Batman that I had never realized that yeah. I was just automatically hmm. buying into Batman because I liked him so much. Yeah. And I can totally see why somebody just, why is the guy in a bat yeah. suit? And I, no, guess I, I totally, can see it now. I totally agree with you, Stephen, that like it is a superhero movie that is attempting as hard as it can to Christopher Nolan style, take the super all the superhero ideas and make it that you can take them seriously, um, mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. you don't have to joke about them. The opposite thing that Marvel wants to do, which is just, which I love what Marvel does, which is just it's an incredibly like self referential like, to the point of insanity. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's mm -hmm. super self referential, fourth wall breaking, funny, um, goofy. If something weird is happening. They're going to point it out and they're going to be like, isn't this weird? Isn't this funny? Aren't we all having a good time together laughing at this raccoon who is a space <laughs> dude or whatever? And this is like, space no, dude. even even the Riddler can be space dudes. Volume three. Here we go, guys. <laughs> Sorry. That and, just tickled uh, me. And I think that whether you buy into the world it's selling or not is going to be the difference in this movie. Like, yep. Definitely. Do you get captivated by it or do you get repelled by and it? And there are and plenty of kind things of that I buy yeah. into that yeah. people could tear apart and say, this is stupid. Why do you like this? Yeah. But I would yeah, never totally. do that, Sonic. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, hey, at least I have the decency to know I shouldn't buy into that. <laughs> it's like there's no way. There's no. This movie is not a movie to be enjoyed ironically. This movie is not a movie no. to be enjoyed. Yeah. It's not um, fun. It doesn't want In you no to enjoy it ironically. Like, enjoyable in yeah. that sense it's very now, serious and don't i have to Joker say then. the thing that i actually probably one of my favorite things about this movie and at first i'm like why is gordon's acting bad 
And then I'm like, actually, Jim Gordon might be my favorite character because he feels like he's acting like a 40s, like, beat cop, like, gumshoe. Like, he's overacting his role in a mm-hmm. way that I found incredibly endearing and kind of surreal and fun. Like, his I love was the way weird. Gordon's character yeah. was done. In it. He's almost, like, always whispering. And, like, you feel like he's constantly looking over his shoulder for for the for the dirty cops who are going to get him good and i just loved how he played that role i had i i really liked Gordon. i did miss gary oldman though oh i forgot about that yeah gary oldman was really cool. i really like this um, this version of the character that i know he's good he did a good job honestly the all the characters did a really good job um i don't think anybody had a bad like I, nobody nobody acted poorly it was all just really good i think catwoman was good penguin was good uh penguin was really cool his- honestly Alfred um, was good. Yeah, Alfred was weird because all I could see was Gollum. Alfred, but that's yeah. just a, that's just a me problem because he's Andy Serkis. <laughs> I just I you know what he is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of wondering what problem can you have with Alfred? He played the role pretty he just, He he in the piece in the first third of the movie. He had very little yeah. explanation. He just did the, yeah. the pat pat, I hope you're okay. Yeah. And then he was just in the movie to occasionally play Scrabble. <laughs> and it just wasn't interesting. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, from what you've watched, <laughs> I have no retort, honestly. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. so fine. <laughs> That's fair. Alfred was not a big part of this movie in general. He wasn't. Um, he has and some plot points. I honestly think they probably, they probably milked milked is the wrong word they probably what's what's yeah. like like didn't use they use this character to get to an ends a little too yeah. much i think he was kind of a plot convenience Th- yeah that's like, what i was right. trying to say i didn't like the last third of the movie when bruce rapidly went between different people telling him what his father actually did and it's like bruce right in theory very very contrived in theory that's actually a really cool plot point where the yeah. evil villain was like your your dad did a bad thing and then the good guy's yes. like he was lying but he He's like actually finds out thing. within 10 minutes of each other yeah and he went to like, like six people talking about it and everybody yes. lied to him except alfred and it's like why didn't you just ask alfred yeah. in the first place he's the exactly. guy you trust the most it's but like how, in theory it worked but in, in practice they three, messed it up how did a three-hour movie have a rushed plot is what i'm wondering it's like they spent way too they spent so much time at the beginning panning very slowly over windows which was awesome but it did take a long time (laughs) it's they really had to stuff a lot of plot in that back third that was uh i do wonder if we could edit the back third to be a little bit less (laughs) dumb um it's hard with what the the decisions they made but yeah i want to i want a schneider cut i want to do an movie. edit and then you're just like why is there water everywhere <laughs> yeah this why is the city anywhere brian yeah. if you kind of had these the specific problems that you're bringing up about yeah. this third act i highly yeah. highly highly recommend that you do not watch the dark knight rises <laughs> <laughs> no 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 here's how you that watch the movie, dark knight rises that is a movie you can watch ironically exactly you don't watch that movie with a straight face you yeah. go into that movie going how ah, is this so stupid what the crap is even yeah. happening um and that's that's kind of brings it to your point steven yeah. it's like the dark knight rises is dumb enough that you can laugh at it, it. it's not trying to make you laugh but you can laugh at it so yeah. it makes it okay it's really interesting yeah. that you, you say laugh. that because like as I was watching this movie, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. it's not as good as The Dark Knight so far. I'm yeah. Like, okay, now it's not as good as Batman Begins. I'm like, okay, 
now I like The Dark Knight Rises more. And that's weird because that movie yeah. is objectively worse. No, no, no. <laughs> I get it. What you've explained to me, it makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. you can't laugh at the Batman. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't even give you an opportunity I mean, to laugh at it. It's absurdity, you know? But you really can't. Fun. I mean, you super yeah. can. Like with it's the whole like laughing thing. at an yeah. injured kid or yeah, something. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's like laughing it's like, at an E3 trailer of a Call of Duty exactly. game for it's being like generic. Rolls. It's like that's not a fun laugh. Exactly. That's a, it's, it's, not, a, it's, it's a, not. It's a harsh, annoyed. Exactly. Laugh at how everyone's too conventional. If you if you really yeah. hate this movie, it feels bad yeah. to hate it because it's just like yeah, it's competent. It, yeah, and it's artistically really so well made. Other side question: Batman Begins isn't a funny movie in any sense, but you didn't have a negative reaction to it's that because it's a superhero movie it's it's fine oh uh, okay yeah it's yeah it, you know Ra- but that's Ra-Zal a superhero Ghoul movie is the main said, bad guy like you, it's just you, a movie uh but you said superhero movies you need to be able to laugh at it to enjoy it yeah and it's like it's it's okay and it's kind of yeah. a little bit winky and like kind of silly just a little yeah. bit uh okay. and it's fine like i just don't have strong opinions yeah. about it it's it's hard to have strong feelings about that yeah movie. it's like my i don't even remember 37th it, yeah. favorite superhero movie it's like it's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah like, um, i think it's better than a lot of marvel stuff but. that's interesting brian sorry steven this uh, you have well i mean you can rate it too i just be curious with, yeah. with brian was you finished it where mm. would you rank it in your total superhero movie like list <laughs> like like the number okay i don't so know you don't those, you don't have to have exact numbers generally where would you together? place it like we put those yeah. we put those tiers together with the letter grades yeah for yeah the marvel movies cameron and i did that recently oh. with like s s a b c and d i put it in b i put it like the spider-man homecoming uh like level of how mm-hmm. much i enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. think i would probably put it in i i think i gotta put it in a um I think I really liked it that much. Like, okay, yeah. I'm looking at my my list here, and uh, like in A, I have Ragnarok, I have Ultron, I have um, yeah. both Spider, but both old Spider movies. I yeah, I think it's right behind. No, you know what? No, no, it's better than the other two Spider Mans. Um, yeah, I think it. I'd agree with that. It slots in right between Ultron and and No Way Home for me. Um, I just yeah. I've. I really did enjoy it. I, it, it can't be S tier because it's not. Perfect. I like No Way Home more than it for sure, but the other two Spider Man. Which I one's would say, No Way Home? <laughs> uh, no Way Home is the final Spider Man. The new one. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, no, No Way Home I, is, I like is better. I like that way more. Yeah, but uh, the other two, and this is, I think, Stephen, where you and I have our differences. Is I feel like Spider Man Homecoming is a movie that only has Marvel humor. Like it basically isn't a movie beyond having. It's Marvel a comedy. Like, yeah. like it's just it's a comedy. A com- yeah. it, it doesn't have good cinematography. It doesn't have good world building. Nothing. It just has. It's funny and it's got Spider Man. And this is a movie that has none of the. Humor. Well, and to me, they're kind of also incredibly heartfelt though. Like I think that's yes, important. and heartfelt. And to me, like those two, I'm like they're kind of on par with me. Well, I would prefer a movie that has both. Well done, like in game. It's like these two movies like separate them out, where you can have a serious superhero mm-hmm. movie and a funny superhero mm-hmm. movie. Yes, and uh, and yeah, they're funny, like complete. And I don't like Homecoming. Although as much I'm as totally gonna stick you. up for Homecoming because yeah. when it wants to be serious, yeah. it just hits it out of the park. It like does it twice, oh, yeah. and like, it's it can incredibly have real moving, emotion so. for sure. Well, I also yeah. think that mm, Far From Home yeah. has that one scene. Um, where Happy comes down to meet Peter after he's been he's been traumatized yeah. by the, the illusions, and he's like, yeah. "Tell me something only Happy would know." And I le- yeah. legitimately cried in that scene. It was really yeah. powerful. It was super super that cool. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. 
Stephen, I yeah. want to ask. I don't know what your guys' time frame is looking like here. Do you want? Do you have like another ten minutes to t- chat about something? Or uh, I could maybe do another ten minutes. Okay. Um, I'm just curious. I just posted my tier list, my Marvel movie tier list, Stephen, in the, in the, oh, in the yes, group I chat see, there. I see this. I'm curious if you a have any immediate like, oh my god, what are you talking about? Thoughts or b if you wanted to talk about your favorite Marvel thing. Okay, or, well, you don't have to. I, by I, the I'm way, not asking I'm, you to create I'm your just going to get some water, so I will be right okay, back. Okay, so that's okay because we need to cover this immediately. Okay. Thor: The Dark World with S tier Cameron. What? Are you serious? No. <laughs> okay, God. I was about to be like, and that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for coming to Disembodied Voices. Jeez, dude. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, oh, I'm okay. jesting quite, uh, quite heavily here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking at your list here. I mean, I think your sure, list sure. is pretty sensible. Um, so I, the big one that brian shocked me was that his infinity war was in like d tier totally. <laughs> and i was like i'm i'm with him there the yeah. i think which it, is it which if you notice it's my favorite movie well we did, we also did a pod cast about endgame where i think we got into this in exact reasoning and it sounded like yeah, we did ultimately you were thrilled by the uh like escalation of power and we were mm-hmm. bored by the escalation of power totally yeah um which makes sense. That's kind of how a difference we view uh, movies and video games sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, let's see here. Where I'm, I know my most controversial opinion is probably Civil War. Where do you put Civil War? S tier, number two. See, that's like C tier for me. I don't like Civil War. Whoa, that's not even. That's a different opinion than Brian. Even. <laughs> um, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. Good golly, I said the wrong word. Civil War I love. It's also S tier for me. I meant oh. Winter Soldier. Okay, no, Brian also has Winter Soldier pretty low. Um, and I I actually was curious about that with him because I I thought it wasn't a good it wasn't an amazing movie or anything, but I definitely think it had a really cool spy espionage actiony thing. So that got a little silly towards the end. I think the, um, but, like the action was S tier. But mm-hmm. I just hated the story. <laughs> so I just that's fair that's, you know like what that's exactly what brian said like I, I actually it lost me when they went to the underground nazi bunker and i was like all right this is stupid um and like they had a supercomputer that could create an entire ai using tape yeah records and back he's like in the had 70s. a german voice and it's just like no <laughs> yeah no i i lost it at that point too but up to that point i was all aboard and that's why it's in b for me it's perfect sure yeah that makes sense um mm-hmm. loki's interesting because i feel like it started at s and the next episode is yeah. a and the next was b and the next was C. <laughs> well see for me it went s and then the episode two was also s oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then episode three was a and then b and then c and then d so it those first three episodes of loki were so unbelievably awesome and i loved every single second of it that it, it honestly was worth it to be above so s tier for me so high above so much stuff but ultimately i'm, I'm looking at your list good. here i'm 100 percent on board with civil war avengers the last mm-hmm. spider-man movie um iron man that, what is that and that's end game there is that and, the one game yeah those are my favorites too. Yeah. totally agree with all that um, what is your favorite my favorite is probably still ultron that is so interesting. It is I, maybe that's my most controversial opinion. Well, Brian is the same way. Brian, well, I think he likes Civil War the best, but he he um Ultron is up there. And I think Ultron was easily the worst Avenger movie. Um It should be. And 
Well, you know, you, you think about it, right? Because I'm not blind to the fact that Infinity War had a lot of problems. Um, yeah. It essentially ruined Thor's character. It un it undid everything that happened in Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't do Cap very well. Um, but I still think Ultron is worse because the second <laughs> Ultron exists, the movie sucks. <gasps> From then on, I hate the movie. Oh, I think um, Ultron is the best no, villain he's terrible. in the entire series. No, no, no. Okay, let me rephrase. The second Ultron has a body, I hate Ultron. When he's oh, like the creepy him. robot, he's like, mm, all the peace in our time. And I'm like, ooh, that's creepy. And then he's making quippy remarks as a as a robot but in that so storage container. Because he's this existential fear of Tony Stark made physical. Like he's he's basically literally quoting Tony Stark and it's freaking him out. It's great. Uh, it's, it's, it's cringy is what it is. Oh, yeah, I just hate it. It's the, like that to me is peak, like superhero, not like knowing novel camp. It is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I get, I get, I actually totally get that perspective. And I think I told Brian the same thing. I, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. It does not gel yeah. literally at all. The and same I way that the miserable. Batman doesn't work for yeah, Steven. The yeah. Age of yeah. Ultron does not I, work. I, exactly. For, I can't buy yeah. into it at all. The second yep. Ultron is that is that is the robot, and they're fighting that container, and Tony Stark is flying in his robot suit next to him. I'm just like, I don't buy it yeah. anymore. It's over for me. <laughs> Hate it I all. I think that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, it's like the exact same thing. It's like, but to me, he was like terrifying mm. and hilarious, and yeah that's great yeah and that's the well and i was so disappointed too because i he started out terrifying yeah. when he was the the broken robot suit robot in in tony stark's house and i was like whoa here we go boys horror almost yeah. you know mm -hmm. and then no not even a yeah. little bit of I, I do kind of agree that i think i think that going the direction that steven was kind of talking of going with batman of making ultron you never really saw who he was he, he was an intangible mm -hmm. AI would have been a much scarier and more interesting direction. I just yeah. wonder if they're like, audiences aren't going to be able to follow this. Totally. Let's make him into Especially an evil Especially for the Tony Avengers Stark. movie, you know, like, goodness. It, it was already such an absurdly, like, divisive and, like, theologically confusing movie. <laughs> I, I guess I get that, but I, I can imagine mm. it being even better if they, if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I sorry, I walked in on this. I assume, Stephen, you were talking about your favorite Marvel thing being Ultron. Uh, yep, and just kind of looking at Cameron's yeah. list, which is actually like I agree with ninety percent of it. I, I think we're mostly yeah. on the same page. I think same. most Marvel movies are in the C tier, <laughs> but boy, yeah, which is where I have the most movies. You know, yeah. I mean, how could they not be? Like they pump these things mm -hmm. out as a big blockbuster franchise. I think it's impressive that most are in the C tier. It's incredible. Like, you forget that there how are dumb like superhero movies were in the nineties. Seven movies yeah. that you think are incredible from marvel like that's pretty pretty cool yeah and i definitely did this list in the relativeness of a marvel movie like yeah they think, can't escape being marvel movies uh yeah i don't think infinity war is better than still like the dark knight you know right what, dang it that's mm -hmm. a superhero movie um uh, lord of the rings you know um mm -hmm. lord of the rings is still probably the best movie of all time and doesn't even come close or infinity war doesn't even come close to it but in yeah. terms of the marvel stuff yeah there's yeah. there was a lot of really really good things mm -hmm. yeah i agree and with that for as much as i know about video games that same knowledge applies to movies but inverted so i am totally comfortable with the fact that i'm a popcorn movie watcher uh i mm -hmm. i don't yeah. know my mm -hmm. stuff and i do enjoy the marvel movies yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used to have some shame about liking yeah. Marvel movies just because it was like the pop thing to like. Um, that yeah. was right around, ah, that was right around like Doctor Strange and Black Panther yeah. where I was starting to be like, maybe I don't like Marvel movies. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm yeah. too highbrow for, screw right. all that. I freaking <laughs> love Marvel movies. They're stupid and they're yeah. fun and I love superheroes yeah. and they're super bombastic and amazing and, and I want to watch is, all like, of them. If you're not super into a medium or a thing, you're going to watch the pop thing. For me, at least it's like, I don't watch a ton of movies. And so when I watch movies, these are kind of the ones that my friends would see or that it's 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 a good simple entry point like that's why they're pop things you can't be super into the highbrow thing of everything right like, totally i know video games super well so i'm not just playing call of duty and madden but i don't know every medium like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. so you gotta yeah cut yourself some slack there and even if you are you can still enjoy the popcorn stuff like you don't totally. have to become you don't have to say i have been like freeform jazz now that i know about music like yeah i, I don't think you have to become a snob just because you know about something so yep i completely yeah. agree um by the way speaking of a little higher class of a movie i the joker is interesting it's so 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 stressful um like now that's not a superhero movie right <laughs> like it, you know what that it probably would actually trans Stephen, i'm not recommending you watch the joker <laughs> yeah, it would, it, would sus- it would stress the pants off of you and brian i'm probably also yeah. not recommending it to you because yeah. you don't need more stress in your life um yeah. but it, it actually Stephen, might transcend your problem with superhero movies because it's it's really actually just a movie about a mentally a pathologic ill guy too kind of thing so, that you're like i don't like this but I respect what I have this. heard recently about the Joker movie is that its influences are so clear and I'm yeah. not a movie guy. I don't know what the influences are, but it's mm-hmm. like for a superhero movie, it's incredibly artistic and like strange mm-hmm. and powerful, but compared to the movies, it's sort of following yeah. in the footsteps of, it's just kind of worse than those. So, uh, since i don't know what those movies are maybe yeah, i would think it's some kind of artistic brilliant new yeah. film that has never been seen before you know if yeah. i could make a guess i would actually say you would get something out of that movie but you shouldn't watch it it's not your yeah. type of movie you would be so stressed out and hate it mm-hmm. the whole time is it um, is it like i yeah I'm, i mean i'm i've heard people who just hate it because it's just yeah. like relentlessly uncomfortable yeah. and pessimistic uh, <laughs> yes yes it's it's a movie that wants yeah. to not keep you on the edge of your seat it's a movie that wants to make you chewing your nails off the entire movie and never let you go basically have you by the throat the whole time just giving yeah. you only enough air you, that you can just barely breathe at all until the very end when it finally releases and lets you go and that's a that's a subcategory that people so it is the pathologic too of uh, <laughs> of, uh <laughs> I'm, and I, I barely can make it through it. Honestly, I had to pause yeah. halfway through and be like, oh, my God, I'm just so stressed. Ah! Wow. Uh, it was it was it was intense. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't recommend it. But if you're really feeling adventurous, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that maybe, was a good discussion, maybe just maybe just watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And, and uh, that's coming out in like day. three days. I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's more like a two weeks or something, but soon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very excited. I'm gonna go see All the right. theaters. Well, yeah, that was a really good discussion. Yeah. I'm glad you you were both able to make it. I and, literally uh, am coming away from this podcast with a different perspective I've never experienced before on Batman. Thank you. Guys. That's awesome. That, 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 well, that's yeah. that's uh, usually 
what we come out with when we have these long conversations like we, yeah. <laughs> we really come out with something new and this is just a funny yeah. movie because like i j- no it's not we oh, covered oh, this whoops. <laughs> we'll start over this movie. brian's back in his comedy mode Woo! no it's the real joker here um uh oh, it's an interesting situation because <laughs> it is a well-made movie it's a good movie i just hate it <laughs> to- yeah totally and you explained yourself well mm-hmm. you know yep absolutely you made a good accounting for yourself from one hour of the movie i mean i hate explaining you explaining why you hate I, me. I, I, yeah. I hate you all <laughs> it's it's very much cameron with elden ring it's like yeah i yeah. i see why this is good but i also hate it that's a really good <laughs> comparison so actually much. like yeah i can a hundred percent get it but also shut up you're stupid uh-huh. and this is yeah. a terrible game yeah all right well thank you cameron for coming ah thank you <laughs> thank you steven Z- zippity zoo and thank you <laughs> um thank you me for hosting Brian! And, yeah thank you, you for we hosting all- we all did a dumb noise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make your own dumb noise as you're listening. <laughs> and submit an MP3. Solidarity. <laughs> and so we can hear it. Too. We'll include them all in a montage. <laughs> um, now I'm, I'm so glad we don't have that audio. Make your own dumb noise. <laughs> have a month, everybody. Bye. <laughs>